Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You baked down a bastard! Where'd you get your sheet? Clear of Christ. One... Gamba to This is the Dave Duke podcast. Well, well, well. If it isn't yourself, if it isn't myself, if it isn't the Dave Duke podcast with me, Dave Duke, you are so welcome to the introductory episode. We're going to use this today as an aptitude test for you. Is the Dave Duke podcast going to be for me? Am I going to like this Dave Duke fellow, or is he going to be an awful arsehole? Or maybe he'll start out nice and become an awful arsehole. Or maybe he will have a redemptive storyline through the podcast where he starts as an arsehole, and then he gets even more arseholey, and then he turns out to be a nice guy. I think it's important to have an introductory episode of a podcast that you get a feel. Treat the next few minutes as one of those little pots of paint... They're called tester pots. You buy them in the hardware, you bring them home, and before you paint your entire wall a certain colour, you take a little bit of paint, and you put it on the wall, and you go, hmm, I like that. Or, hmm, that is absolutely horrific. I can't understand why anyone would ever use that paint on their walls. So that's what we're going to use today as. You're going to listen to me, talking a bit about me, And then you will know if you're in for the long haul, if you're in for the ride, if you're going to enjoy this week in, week out, or, thank you very much, I listened to the first episode, but it's not for me. And that's perfectly okay, because I am not one that is liked by all. I never want to be. Why would you do that? How life would would be so boring if everybody liked you. You'd love a bit of animosity. Love being at loggerheads sometimes with people. A little bit of friction is what keeps me going. I thrive on a row. I don't thrive at saying my THs, but I do thrive on a good row now and then. 
So an introduction, maybe you're hearing me for the very first time, maybe a friend has recommended this, maybe you've seen it on social media, maybe you've come across it absolutely pure randomly. I'm Dave. Hello. Thank you for being here. I am 30 years of age. We'll start with that point. I know I sound a lot older. I don't know exactly how I sound a lot older. Is it my voice? Does the actual voice just sound older? Is it the way I talk? Is it the way I go on? Or perhaps it's a combination of things. On so many occasions, someone hears me. Mostly happens in a shop. So you're in a shop and 50-year-old diesel and getting a litre of milk and bread and chewing gum, whatever. And beep, how are you getting on? Not so bad, what's cracked yourself? And there's a conversation happening and you can see their brains ticking over going, it, I, I recognise this voice, but it couldn't be him because, well, he's only young enough. And I picture him in my head as a 45-year-old man, twice divorced, smoking 40 cigarettes a day with no custody to his kids. And he's he's gone out with some young one now and the whole town is scandalising him. He's that old, but I'm not. So 30 years of age, only recently. We will talk about that in the podcast, what it means to be 30 versus 21 versus 18, so on and so forth. That's for another episode. Where am I from? I am from a place called Leitrim. Yes, it exists. Before you take the piss. Leitrim is the smallest populated county in the country. We have the shortest coastline in the country. We only got traffic lights in 2004. It's reported that we got them in 2003, but they were approved in 2003. And with county council efficiency, it took us a full year to get them in. And they went in in Carrigan Shannon in 2004, and the locals hated them. Hated them. They're like, what What are these? What are these contraptions in our Carrigan Shannon? That's the Carrigan Shannon accent, by the way. If you've never been, you're just going to have to believe me. What are these traffic lights? And eventually, the traffic lights were taken out. And then, years later, they eventually put in a pair of traffic lights in Leitrim Village uh, on a bridge... So there was like a crossroads on a bridge. Very Leitrim-esque, isn't it? So they were necessary and they were put in and then there was a set in Manor Hamilton. And I am pretty sure Carrigan Shannon, Leitrim's biggest town, still doesn't have any traffic lights. So that's Leitrim in a nutshell. We're Division 4 footballers. I'm going to New York to watch them play New York in the first game of the All-Ireland Championship for Easter. The plan is to do a live podcast and a live show from New York. Anything else I can tell you about Leitrim? I think you need to experience it. It's grand talking about it. And maybe you've had a night out in Carrigan Shannon. Maybe you're not from Leitrim. And you go, oh, Leitrim's a nice place. But I, I really think you need to get into the depths of Leitrim to understand it. And even then, at 30 years of age, from Leitrim all my life, I still don't fully understand it. I'm at about 92%. But it's a lifelong process to understand Leitrim. So how could I expect you to understand straight off the bat? So that's what age I am. That's where I'm from. Who am I? I am a radio broadcaster on iRadio. iRadio is my favorite station. It always has been. 
since it launched in 2008. It's the one place I've always wanted to work for, and it's very unusual, and I know how lucky I am to get to work in a place that I've always wanted to work in. I'm fucking privileged, so I am. I'm lucky. Radio is not as easy a job as you think. God, no. But, God, it is better than some of the jobs that are out there. Can I get an amen? Amen! So you will find me and my wonderfully talented co-host, Fanula Corbett, Monday to Friday on iRadio between the hours of 3 and 6pm. We do things like songs that make you go, ah, 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 or songs that make you go, ah, 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 as in, ah, I haven't heard that song in ages, the Bop Bop Baby Boss is probably the most famous thing that we do on the show. And that genuinely came from a mental breakdown one Friday, genuinely, in lockdown. And I just melted down. And I ended up playing Westlife, Bop Bop Baby, several times in a row. People were texting and calling the radio station and ringing the receptionist going, get that lunatic off the air. He's hardly going to play Westlife's Bop Bop Baby, one of their lesser known hits seven times in a row. But he did. And then we came back the next Friday in lockdown and done it again and then done it again the next Friday. And then I thought, okay, it's grown old now. The the first day was a mental uh, breakdown. The second day we done it was funny. Uh, The third week we done it, okay, Dave, okay, uh, not funny anymore. Get on with it. And I remember there was something that I started at gigs years ago was get on the bus. So, you know, a conga line, get on the bus began with just trying to get a bit of crack going in the nightclub. So you'd play the Venga Boys. We liked party. We liked party. And then you'd go, you're going driving the bus and then there'd be a conga line throughout. And I'd done that on several gigs throughout the years. So I thought, can we do a conga line on air can we just put people on this magical bus and see will people actually get on now rewind from playing bop bop baby several times on a Friday during lockdown we had done what was called the not so so silent disco before this and that's where the bus started and then we brought it to daytime so rewind it back a little bit that I'm not telling lies we brought it to nighttime first and then went to daytime during lockdown and it was get on the bus John you're on the bus Michael was on the bus and that was a bit of crack but it just has taken off and it's crazy how many people really want to get on that bus of a Friday and I'm very grateful for people's attention so that is my age 30 where I'm from Leitrim who am I I suppose it goes deeper than just being a radio broadcaster slash DJ you know who are you Your work isn't who you are, but to me, it's so much of who I am that it's important to share that with you. So that's a broadcasting and then DJing as well. I love DJing. I think it's one of the best jobs you could ever have, but it is quite punishing on the soul and on the mind and on the body. But here's me. What a crying bastard I am. On the first podcast, and I'm already trying to get you sympathetic towards me to have no sympathy for me none you're here for entertainment not for a crying match are you but I think we're just sharing secrets we're just share, share, sharing some 
some really deep, meaningful thoughts with each other in the first podcast. I suppose if you're not sticking through this in the Aptitude podcast, how the fuck are you going to stick with the other stuff that we're going to cover down the line? Before we go any further, you've stuck 10 minutes. What is this podcast going to be? This podcast is not going to be an interview where you're hatching your sleeve, deep dive into people's psyches, minds, traumas. Not just yet. This is starting in the first season as a solo endeavour. Aiming for 20 to 30 minutes every week on topical events. And we're going to take some questions. Through Instagram is probably the easiest. You can email dave at davejuke.ie but the easiest is if you have a question that you want answered or you have a would you rather or you have a Dave what would you do if X, Y or Z happened Mr. Dave Duke on Instagram probably the easiest but if you want to go old school I'm happy Dave at DaveDuke.ie So what would you cover Dave? I would cover things like Sam Smith's Fisher Them I would cover facts such as ESB making nearly 800 million euro of profit riding us senseless the bastards and blaming the war on Ukraine so much stuff being blamed on the pure Ukrainians you can't blame them on that also we have to jack up the prices because the war in Ukraine and then you make even more profit but wait no did you just jack up the prices because you had a good excuse and now we're after getting an awful riding that none of us asked for none of us consented to I didn't want to be rid by the ESB there are many other people I'd like to be rid by. Una Healy, maybe. But not the ESB. No thank you. I know rural electrification in the 50s was very important, but no need to fucking ride me in 2023 with an awful ESB bail. Is there? So we cover stuff like that. I suppose I've covered that in a nutshell already this week. But, for instance, there'll be topical stories that I don't get to go into on the radio show 3 to 6 Monday to Friday on iRadio because it's just not that type of show I it, there's there's light entertainment which is a bit of crack let's keep it light let's get a little bit dark sometimes and then let's keep it light again hey kids what are you doing how's it going how's your weekend let's ride the bop bop baby bus let's play a quiz let's play a game and those links links sorry are the things called between two songs so song finishes Dave and Fanula Talks, intros intros the next song, that's called a link. So your links typically are three to four minutes. Four is kind of on the longer side on radio. So you're talking three minutes each time and you're trying to cover things within a three-minute period. You're not going to be able to do that. You're not going to be able to go and rants every single day. So this is a creative outlet. This is a therapeutic outlet me and you are going to be each other's therapists here still with me great aptitude test of a podcast this is why this is important by the way if you haven't already hit subscribe hit follow on spotify don't give this a rating yet too early for a rating but I don't want you to miss any episodes next question how did you get into Red Tool? How did you get into where you are in your life today? Luck plays massive part. I'm going to drink my first little bit of coffee on the podcast. 
Ah, lovely. That was beautiful. Luck plays an awful part. Determination plays a massive part. Wee bit of talent here and there doesn't doesn't hurt. Wee bit of talent doesn't hurt. But there are many talented people that are more talented than me that aren't on prime time on iRadio. And I have to be appreciative of that. Do I have an ego? Yes. Of course. But I try and keep it in check by telling me those things. So I... Do you really need primary school? Do you? Okay, I'll give it to you Hanlish National School. That was a one-year thing. I was the last pupil inducted into that school or admitted. And then they closed the bastard down. They were like, fuck this guy. Get him down to Four Masters National School. Again, lock. We're going to close this a Hanlish. So I then done senior infants all the way to sixth class in Four Masters National School, Kinloch, Leitrim. Then I went to secondary school in my area, Bundorn. We'll speak about that again. The fact that I was the class clown, the fact that I had really great grades up until junior cert and then I discovered drink and women. Did everything go downhill or did my life improve? Stick around to find out. We will also talk about the fact that I was suspended for my final week of school. And you think, oh, that's funny. Suspended the final week before my leaving cert. Literally, I wasn't allowed in the building the week before I was asked to come back to the building to do your leaving cert. We'll get into the reasons why about that in a later episode. I have wanted to do radio since I've been so young. I've wanted to do this podcasting that didn't even exist when I was 14. I've wanted to do it since then. And I went to a career guidance teacher. She gave me five minutes one day. That's all you got in Bundoran. And she whipped out a book and she said, have you heard of this place? Ballyfermot College of Further Education. And I said, no. She says, you should look into this. This is probably the place for you to go. And if she did not know that information, I don't think I'd be where I am today. So thank you to that woman for her five minutes of her time and getting me not into Ballyformer College of Further Education, BCFE in Dublin. Obviously, I had to apply myself. Obviously, I had to go through the interview process, all that crack. But she was the link that I was missing. And I went in, applied, got interviewed, got admitted, Done two years there, two great years, but two years in the pits, depths, disgustingness of a recession where all your friends are going abroad and you're trying to carve yourself out a radio career. In the meantime, while I was at college, I had been volunteering for Western Ways Community Radio Station in Mundorn in Donegal. And on the last day of my college, I was going for a pint and got a call. Hey Dave, would you like to come and work for us on minimum wage, five days a week? And I said, absolutely, yeah, boy. Back home we go. So I was able to live at home, go and work in Mundoran. It was a terrible job. It was shite, but the people I was working with were great, and there were characters, and it was character building for me and developing. But it's just hard when you're that age. Like, I wanted to go travelling, but I was afraid to go travelling because then I might hamper my radio career. 
I had no money to get a studio up and it was just a bad time. And then the radio station ran out of money. So the radio station closed down and then I went on the dole, which was fucking amazing at the start. You're getting free money. You're getting free money. You can go on the beer. You can go on rag weeks. But then sadness kicks in and a bit of depression, which I had. And we'll talk about that once again in later episodes. Do you want to blow the load today? This is still only the introductory podcast. Can't blow the load straight away. Can't give you all the good stuff. We're going to hold on to that. Aren't we? Yes, we are. So in the depths of depression, living in Kinloch, I'd moved out of home at this stage. I applied for a job in Media Central in Dublin. I was like, okay, well, they have media in their name. So I think this might be something creative. Went to Dublin in an oversized pennies, three-piece suit in a Peugeot 206, bombed it up the road, went down the docks, that's where they were based, went in and done this interview with two people, and absolutely nailed it. I fucking nailed that interview. Oh my God, I was keeping eye contact, and I was given clear, but concise, but comprehensive answers to all their questions. Nailed it. Nailed it. Came out of there, smoked a fag. Oh, jeez, I am some boy. I can't believe I'm going to be working in Dublin. I cannot believe that I'm going to make crazy money. Crazy money in Dublin. Well, I thought it was going to be crazy money. You know, it's probably not even that great today, but at the time, it was better than minimum wage, wasn't it? And depression. Actually, sorry, it was better than the dole, because I hadn't even minimum wage at that stage. Thought this was going to be mighty. I am going to be Billy Big Bollocks in the capital city. And then, yeah, exactly what you heard. Nothing. Nothing for months. Until one day, and I know exactly where I was when I got this email. Precisely. Do you want to know? At the Bottle Banks in Glenade in Leitrim, where I'm from. And the email came through. Not from Media Central, but from my radio, saying, hey, well, you done an interview in Dublin with Media Central. We were looking for people in the northwest of Ireland, and they actually passed on your details. What the absolute fuck? You are shitting me. I always wanted to work for iRadio. I never wanted to apply for iRadio to be rejected resoundly and break my heart. Dylan Moore and the comedian has this great joke, and I'm paraphrasing it here, I'm not going to do it justice. But he's like, if your potential is locked away, leave it there. Leave it there. Because you can always say, oh, I could have been a great footballer only for. Oh, I could have been on iRadio only for. You know, that you had an excuse. I never actually applied. But in your head, you were always thinking, oh, sure, I could have. You know, they probably would accept me. But imagine if you applied and they were like, fuck off, your shit. Then that dream is dead. So I never actually really pushed myself to apply in case I get rejected. It's a mental attitude to have. Don't have it. If you want a job, go for it. Apply for it. If you want something, go for it. Get it. Get it. Don't be afraid of rejection. Now, I'm not talking about women or sexual partners in this consention. Consent is very important. But you get my gist, don't you? If you don't, then we're in trouble on the introductory episode. Got 
recommended by Media Central, Thai Radio, they had very close links. So close that you wouldn't believe it. They work hand in hand with each other. Media Central are, and I'm going to keep this brief for those who don't give a shit about radio or media. Media Central are kind of an advertising agency. So, for instance, you'll hear an ad on iRadio from Coca-Cola. Well, Coca-Cola will go to Media Central and say, hey, we have this amount of money. What can you do for us? And then they'll go, oh, we think iRadio is good for this campaign. Or, oh, we think Today FM is good for this campaign. Or they'll go, oh, you should maybe think of putting it on Today FM, Beach, Spain, and iRadio. So then they divvy out advertising. What, the advertising agency? Marketing agency? I don't know what to do, but, but they're good at it. Fair play to Media Central. But they work very closely with iRadio, so they handed over my details. Started as an iTeam member which is a promotions team. So you're familiar with, say, a promotions team for nightclub. Well, this was... You go to the opening of a Mr. Price in Drogheda of a random Thursday, and you would take some photos, and you'd hand out some sweets, and you would go, are you all right there? Can I reach the top shelf for you, love? You were a hand for hire. And I was going to say, you know, neatly dressed and good looking, but nah, I was an ugly fuck. So I'm glad they stuck with me and didn't go, no, we will not have that guy representing our brand. He is diminishing the brand of iRadio. Look at the state of his Leitrim head. They stuck with me. So fair play iRadio for sticking with me. Then I was going for the nighttime job. And I, oh, there's a text. Well, that's very unprofessional. Do not disturb, put on. My apologies for that. That was a text from... Rory Williams, if you're listening, into our group chat about being out in Sligo last night. On the pines. No wonder I'm so talkative today. I'm flying through this. Where were we? Texts are so distracting. Surely people got more done without phones years ago. There's one text now and I've completely lost my train of thought. Oh, and I spilled a bit of my coffee. Absolute hames. Now I know where I was. Thank you. Thank you. You're after reminding me where I was. The nighttime job came up on iRadio. And I had done no cover work. I had very little air miles. Air miles meaning I hadn't been on the air whatsoever. Hadn't done my own show. Hadn't got the hours in. And the nighttime job came up. And I thought this would be amazing. Two of my radio heroes are Chris Green and Kira King. The cracked eye with Chris and Kira on iRadio was my favourite show and probably still is some of my favourite radio ever made in the history of radio. That's how much I think of them. And I owe my love of iRadio, not primarily to them, but Jesus, there's a big chunk of them that got me into radio because I love them so much. Their show was coming up. Then it was someone else that was on it at the time. And they were leaving. And I had an opportunity for applying. And I went to a colleague. And they told me, you shouldn't apply for that. You're inexperienced and your accent is too thick. Devastation upon Dave Duke's head. I was fucking rocked. 
to my core. I thought, well, that's it now. Fair play to you, Dave. No point going for that job because you're shit. You're shit. So I took the advice on board and I spat it out and I thought, if I don't go for this, the clock is ticking, boy. We ain't going to get on the radio if we don't fucking pull the finger out. So we applied and we got the job. Of course we did. We got that goddamn job. And then done the hub at night for a while. I was the first solo presenter of that. And it gained a very cult following. So much so that people have come up to me since and say, I miss you on the hub. We used to get a 50 bag of the devil's lettuce, me and a group of the lads, and we'd head to the seaside and we'd spark up and we'd listen to Snake Out or we'd listen to Tennis or Porn or we'd listen to Kayla Lords, your sex therapist, sexpert, and we'd smoke weed and listen to you. And I don't know why, but that nearly made me cry. There was something so emotionally beautiful about some lads and ladies planning their bag of weed around me. Think about you. Imagine someone planning their life around you, planning getting stoned around you. It's a beautiful feeling. You mightn't understand where I'm coming from, but to me, it's a beautiful feeling. Beautiful. So the hub gained a cult following, and people still miss it. And this is part of the reason we've come full circle why this podcast is happening. It's like the Hub 2.0. If you knew it, you knew it. You know it. If you didn't, that's all right. You're back in for the ride. You've stuck it this far. And here we go from here. And have we any more to cover today? Or should we leave it at that? I think we should leave it at that. Next week, I'm in Sligo. Myself and Fanula, we're doing the show from Sligo all week. So expect an episode from Sligo. And then the week after, I'm in New York all week. So there'll be an episode from New York. So it's a baptism of fire. You've got through the introductory episode. You've got through the aptitude test. Next week, you're going to be brought to Sligo. The following week, you're going to be brought to New York. And after that, we're going to have good times, baby. If you have any questions that you would like answered on the podcast, DM Mr. Dave Duke. Email dave at davejuke.ie. I would love to get your feedback on the first episode. This is going to be a work in progress. And I hope that you're going to stick around for the ride because I think this is going to be a beautiful one. So on that note, thank you for listening to the first episode. Make sure to hit subscribe. Make sure to hit follow. And as always, my biggest piece of advice to you and everybody, take it, savage, handy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.